my kids. I bought all my kids. I'm a Delta stewardess. Yeah. <laughs> She's a flight attendant. I can't remember. Is it flight attendant or stewardess? It's flight, flight attendant. attendant. You all masculine. Stewardess is old. Masculine toxic. What is it? Yeah, see, you know, it don't exist. Toxic masculinity. You can't pronounce it. <laughs> Toxicity. Toxicity. I don't believe in masculinity. Uh, I don't believe in all you that. Don't believe in masculinity. I don't believe in masculinity. <laughs> no, I do believe My in husband is not masculine. No, I'm, I believe in masculinity. He I'm is feminine. Toxic I'm sorry, I don't believe in feminine either. Marcia Mignot, and with me is my co-diva with a disclaimer. What up, though, is Dana in the building. That would be Smith. Thank you very much. And today, my co-diva is already wearing her Halloween costume. She is doubling <laughs> as a flight attendant. <laughs> Those are the exits that she is pointing to while this flight gets ready to leave the ground. We are not responsible for the things we're going to say. Or are we liable about your feelings? We don't own the right to see anything we're going to talk about. And we don't believe what Marsha is saying today. Are you serious? Yes. We don't believe what Dana says today. That's probably true. I'm going to be saying that. That's because this show is for edutainment purposes only. Please look for our episodes every Wednesday. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Find us on Spotify, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Google us, and Apple Podcasts. Apple. And don't forget to check out our videos every Wednesday. We push them out on YouTube, push, 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 where you can see your divas along as hearing them. Yes. Don't forget our sponsor, Hey Curl. Hey Curl. Heycurl.shop. Yes. Go on to heycurl.shop and make sure you take the survey. Click the link in the description and get your heycurl.shop survey completed. We are still offering your diva free code for any purchases you make on heycurl.shop. I love that product. I really do. I'm not trying to be funny. I love (laughs) that product. You know, some people sponsor and you really don't use the product and there are people talking about a product and they really don't use it. It's just a sponsor. Right. No, that's not this diva. This diva actually loves the leave-in conditioner. I use it even on this hair. And of course, this is my hair because I bought it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's that. That ends that discussion. (laughs) All right. MAGA man stops a robbery. Topic number one, listeners. He wanted to make America great again. Exclamation point. What are we talking about? (laughs) Exclamation point. There's this gentleman who was in a convenience store wearing his MAGA hat after he's purchased all his little items. And he looks and there are two masked men coming into the store to rob it with a gun. Of course, the man jumps into action and disarms one of the assailants. The other one, of course, fell on the ground and is crawling out the store as fast as he could run to safety. And 
and the man is now a hero. Yes. You could tell that he's a Republican outside of the hat. How did you know that? Because, you know, the liberals would have ran for safety. They've been so scared. Oh, my God. Wow. Are you dissing my liberals, Miss Codiva? That is correct. I don't understand why you think liberals are not brave people. Because they don't stand by their guns and their Bible. Oh, they stand by that. <laughs> oh, oh, well, that. They don't stand by their guns and their Bible. That, that I cannot <laughs> disagree with. They're usually not armed. <laughs> they don't necessarily exercise their Second Amendment rights. They don't. They don't. They want to give all their guns. Oh, the government. <laughs> they said guns are not safe, yes. so we don't need them. So they definitely not out there, you know, because, you know, when you know how to use a gun, you know, you value your Second Amendment right, you probably already know, okay, it's going to take this amount of time to do this, and if he's off guard, he's not going to be able to do this. So, and he was standing so close, so it's like, it's me or you. What are we going to do? Well, you know what? He's a Marine, too, so it could be his military training that kicked in That's that made him not true. run. Because he's a Marine, and he's like, hey, I need to take care of this because I've been trained on disarming people. That's possible. What, what would you have done? I would have slapped the poop out of him. Whoop. Would you slap the gun, or would you be slapping I'm it? slapping both because i got to get that weapon from my face to his. Yeah. And that's the first thing. I'm, i I got to focus on the weapon. i got to focus now, on Now, would you... So when we watch the video, I hope they play the video, but when we watch the video, you know, you know, he didn't even give him a chance to even... You know, we didn't even connect eye to eye. He well, you know what the problem was? Even in COVID, you cannot come in with one of those bandanas on your face and a weapon like this. I'm sorry. Well, you could come in with a bandana on your face. You just can't come with a weapon. Yeah, you can't have the gun with it. So the gun says it's not Halloween yet, and I'm going to have to take that weapon from you, sir. I'm sorry. It looks too real. Yeah. So I think the problem is when he looked, his peripheral vision picked there. up the weapon and the mask that was being worn by both assailants, and I think that that just cued him. I mean, convenience store, you know, is usually wrong. Like, it's very dangerous. You know, I guess, you know, like when my daughter, my daughter, she, she try to touch my face, my automatic response is, yeah. what's up? Knee jerk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. get your hands off a face. But if he did. He did. He had a re he had a knee jerk reaction because yeah. when he glanced over, it's like his peripheral is like danger. The <laughs> store they coming and he just you know went for him. And of course, his candy bag was very heavy. <laughs> I just think that either I would get into action and go like, you know, wax off, or I would have fell out like. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more like option two. You would have just fell out. I don't I just don't know. Based on her record? Oh, you're such a yes. hell. Yes. No. I'm a spring into action kind of girl. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. spring into She's spring action. into getting beat up. But uh, And the, and the, the <laughs> convenience store man was like, hey, I'll just give you the money from the cash register. Stop beating her. Stop beating her. Please stop beating her. Please right, don't beat the customer. Just take the cash. That's Hey, I, the element of the surprise is always good. Y'all keep thinking that. Oh, so you're going to surprise him by I'm passing out? Off my oh, he's going to be surprised, all right, when you pass out. He's going to say, oh, my God, I never robbed anybody that Hold these. passed out. <laughs> Hold these earrings. Do you want him to put it on the gun? Yeah. <laughs> Hold these, sir, while I'm about to whoop and get my Vaseline. <laughs> my face. I'm about to How whoop many that. bullets, listeners, do you think she would have accepted by then? <laughs> <laughs> Give me all the bullets. <laughs> would the gun be empty or still half empty? <laughs> No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Except for that kind. No. His, his, uh, his aim will be all over the place. Except right. for the weapons with bullets in it. 
Okay, I can't even put these earrings back on. I'm just going to let them go. Yeah, see, that's what you do for taking them well, off. Well, one was about to fall out, so it, it just went with the little... Oh, okay. It was convenient? Yeah. It, it was, was part of her Halloween spiel. The little spiel. It just went with the spiel. It was part of her Halloween spiel. Is the heroism subtracted because the assailant is 14? No, because he didn't say, hey... I'm 14 with a gun. No, he just, he went into action. Somehow. Well, it was nice of the MAGA man to ask him, how old are you? Okay. Because he probably realized I overpowered him so quickly yeah. that this kid's got to be young. Yeah. Because a 14-year-old coming into the store to rob him. Now, yeah. now, now, what race do you think they were? Black. You think they were black? Because his pants were sagging. I think they were white. <laughs> and the reason I think they were white because he didn't shoot him. <laughs> Why are we laughing? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> we can't even drink to that. No, we cannot. No, it's 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 not funny, listeners. We're not making light of violence. No, we're not. We're, we're really laughing to keep from crying. Yeah. That's really what we're doing. Because we now, live in a society. Later, I rhyme greater than the average player hater. Father. Shout out to Father. Biggie. Is it the small? Yes. No, oh, okay. B-I-G. <laughs> 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 yeah, I I'm just sad that we live in a society where a 14 year old thinks that his options, his only option, is to rob a convenience store. What, what, where, where, why couldn't he just say, "Excuse me, Mister, can I have five dollars? I need to buy some." You think food. he was robbing a convenience store for five dollars? Well, I mean, the convenience stores usually don't have more than five dollars in the drawer anyway, because they usually have a safe where they you know store what? majority COVID of money. ruins everything for everyone because now that you're doing, you know, um, cashless on your phone and Apple Pay and Venmo and Cash App, not much cash anywhere. It's no, mu- it's not that much cash. Like it is ruining for criminals everywhere. I know, doing the robbers dirty. Oh, yeah, okay. they're gonna have to get an education now. <laughs> that, <laughs> figure out how to that darn steal COVID. digitally. <laughs> COVID made me have to get an education <laughs> and give darn, up stealing. That darn COVID and robbery. Oh snap! Crazy. Um, I think I had one more question about the incident. Um, oh, do you think? I mean, do you think fourteen-year-olds have the desperation level yet to, to do those kinds of things, or was it like, hey, Billy? You think it'd be you think cool it was to rob? Yeah. You think it was for fun? It, I don't think that was for fun. I think they're desperate. I think they're desperate, and I think that another element that people are ignoring is mental health. It's a big no, game player now. That's everybody's excuse nowadays. Mental. No, health. to be honest with you, we've been ignoring it, especially the black mm-hmm. community. Oh, that's a bad word. Oh, so you think it is a black kid? No, no, no. I'm not saying it's a black kid. I'm just saying that mental health is ignored on a high level. Mm-hmm. That even if you think about it, think about this this case where you have the young man, the 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 Florida shooting, right? Do you remember the young man that just pled guilty? Can't remember his name. It's Parkland a, shooter. Parkland shooter. Mm-hmm. Look at the Parkland shooter. Everybody who talks about the Parkland shooter after the incident, including teachers and principals and other students, talk about how mentally off he was. What I find surprising is that no one did anything about it. The principal never said to the parent, hey, guess what? Your child is troubled. We are concerned. He cannot return to school. We think he's a threat to the safety of the other children unless he has a mental evaluation and some psychologist or psychiatrist says it's okay for him to come back. We do that if he's got the chicken pox, and we won't do that if he's bouncing his head off the wall in the back of the room. The teacher's just like, could you bounce it a little softer, please? It's disturbing class. 
<laughs> are you serious? Yeah. I, I People are ignoring it. We're not getting help for these kids. And let me tell you something. Our generation was a tougher generation. The kids these days, they soft as pie. I think. They really are. And I think it's because they're exposed to a lot more crap. When you think about the cell phone and the constant stimulation from YouTube. I think they got too and, much freedom. Not only, but they're getting the freedom because I do cases now, and the first thing a judge will ask is, does the child have a cell phone? If a parent complains about not being able to communicate with the child through the adult, the judges will say, hey, where's the cell phone? Can we just get a cell phone for the kid? How old is the kid? Can we get a cell phone? Oh, yeah, elementary who's school. Who's paying for this cell phone? No, but that's my I point. Know, like, is it doesn't even matter order. who's paying for it. Why would you expose an elementary student? Do you know if you don't have a cell phone in elementary school now, you're like an oddball? Uh, well, I guess my kids are eyeball because I wasn't paying for another phone bill. But see, your problem is not their problem. Mm -hmm. You're saying, I'm not going to do that. But what I'm telling you is you're the minority and not the majority because we're ignoring mental health. So to answer the producer's question, yes, I think a 14-year-old could be desperate enough. They're killing themselves because people say mean things to them on YouTube, mean things to them on social media. They're this doing it. so weak. Like, sticks and... The problem is, is that the this generation's parenting is weak. Like everybody got these feelings. Everybody has to get a trophy. Everybody yes. has to You're feel. You're a parent in this generation. Say it again. You're a parent in this. You're generation. a parent oh, my, of this oh, generation. Yeah, I, but I get mine together. But what I'm I'm talking about, <laughs> mine get together. I don't play that weak stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's like when your ancestors were slaves and they had to suffer and endure so much you're not about to sit here and cry about somebody hurting your feelings like my ancestors had to walk from georgia all the way up to canada like we we're gonna talk about your feelings and we're gonna process this information but we're not killing we're not gonna kill ourselves because so you want you teaching your children to put things into perspective exactly and understand what's important and what's not important. i'm not I, like when my child get into this hysteria i'm like uh-uh no no we're not about to do this what's going on let's talk about it you know and use your words <laughs> use your words i don't understand this crying language well oh let me tell you what zion did the other day so i've been telling zion to clean the kitchen her duty has been to clean the kitchen she ain't cleaned the kitchen since september so i say all right because they would do it every other month you got october so you know she'll go in Maybe she do it this day, half do it, two weeks later. Like, not do it. To the fact that Dior came down and put some dishes in it on a day that I guess she decided she was going to clean this kitchen. She runs upstairs to me. <laughs> Face is just torn up, just emotionally out of control. And I'm like, hey, 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 hey. Are you okay? Are you, are you hurt? Because it was so much emotion that I had to get to the point, like, are you are you injured? Like, did somebody you hurt something you? Was seriously wrong. Yeah. And she was like, ah, ah. and I was like, all right, calm down. You're not hurt. You're okay. And she's like, I'm not hurt. I said, all right, well, tell me what's going on, you know, because I already know it's something crazy. And she's <laughs> like, Dior, Dior, she, she brings the dishes down and she puts them on this counter. And I said, she did what? I'm washing the dishes. She put them on the counter. I said, oh, and so you want 
so what do you want me to do? You are you upset about this? And she was like, <laughs> that's what she wants the death penalty, right? She was like, I just I said, wait, wait, wait. So how do you know these dishes are any different from the dishes that you left the week before? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, hold on, wait, wait, wait. So you're mad that she brought dishes down, but you didn't wash the dishes yesterday. So if she would have bought, if you didn't wash the dishes today, you wouldn't even know that these dishes was all, would you? No. I said, wait, wait, wait. So you fussy. What do you want? You want her to be disciplined? Yes. And I said, oh, okay. So because I asked you to wash the dishes yesterday and you didn't do it, should you be disciplined? She was like, no, no. What kind of justice exactly. is this? So, and Are then the day crazy? before, and then the day before. Now, now let's bring this into reality because there's two things we need to address. You are very smart. You're like one of the smartest people that has the potential to be very great. Like, so you can either make decisions off of logic or emotion, right? And when you're making a logical decision, you think about it and you make a plan and you, you execute. But with this emotion, you do things like this. Does this even make sense that you want me to discipline your sister, but I just had this conversation with you yesterday and you don't think that you should be disciplined. So as I turned this story on her, she just pulled all her emotions together. And I told her, I don't want to hear no more of this weak weakness, you know, well, like, that's good. You got a together. good story. Like I'm not, I can't, but see that's, that. but the point is you are doing that. You're the minority. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to break it to you. You're the minority. Okay. And what happens is that gets perpetuated and it turns into anxiety. other stuff mm -hmm. and it turns into anxiety and, and then it turns into schizophrenia and then it turns into depression and mm -hmm. then it turns into medication. And now you have somebody on medication in the elementary school yeah. because parents are not saying, Hey, this is not how we deal with conflict. This is not how we deal with things that are not critical. Because it's not critical that her sister put something on the counter. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying that 14-year-olds, like these young men that was trying to rob the store, yeah. are distraught enough that they think this is the only option I have. Unless they thought it was just for fun. Unless they thought it was just for fun. <laughs> Maybe that's why. Now they know it's not so, funny anymore. To the, to the parents thing, do you think... All right, so... You've heard the phrase, hurt people, hurt people. Mm -hmm. Do bad parents create bad parents? Do bad parents create bad parents? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I think that is a possibility. I think that the if you don't have coping skills, if you can't identify that things are problems within your own parenting, there are things that my parents done that I don't think were so great. And I because I know those things, I try not to do those things. Um, there are things that I think that they do that were great, you know, but you know, if you don't address the problems that you had growing up or the parenting things that you thought weren't good, then yeah, you'll just reproduce the same scenario. So how you break the cycle? Um, like for example, my mom was very lovely. Like she was so nice and so sweet. Um, but the thing that she didn't do is she didn't dig deep enough. You know what I'm so saying? So she surfaced stuff. She surfaced, she surfaced things in a sense of, you know, she told us to get it together, but how I broke it down to Zion. Right. And maybe None of she that did. Detail. Maybe she did. I don't remember it, but how I broke it down, like relationship with my sister and I, you know, it was just, you guys should love each other and get along and don't treat each other like that because you're sisters instead of 
you sit here, you sit here, you know, right. and just ironing out the kids. Let's iron it out. Yeah. It was, yeah. you guys are sisters. You should love each other. And, and, and that was it. And well, you know, it. parents used to say things like, do it because I say so. Yeah. And now you have to explain why you say so. She And you know what? She explained more than most parents. I'm not even going to take that away from her. I just think that she just, because she was a single mom, she just probably didn't have the foresight to go in deeper because then you have girls who, oh, we're getting along. We're getting along. What if she didn't know how? And maybe she didn't know how. Maybe she was doing what she was taught. Just say your girls and you should love each other because that's what she was told. Yeah, and and then the other thing is is that you know um, she wasn't around. She was at work, so she wasn't around to see all of the bickering and the thing. And although me and my sister were really close, we didn't never want to get each other in trouble. So stuff was happening. Mom didn't know. That yeah. Anybody. So so it's like you know she probably she didn't know that we was really fighting. Like when I see my girls, just like me and my sister like fought. When when I see my daughters just playing like they're fighting, or I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, we not about to do this. Like, you know, I kind of sit them down. Like, let's talk about your feelings. Let's talk about your feelings. You shouldn't even be feeling this way because you're the one who started the problem in the first place. Like, you can't. But that's good. You're teaching them how to resolve conflict. Yeah. Which is excellent. That's what we need. Yeah. But we are raising a, a generation of um, technological influences that's occurring where they, they it's just 24-hour stimulation remember one time television used to go off now it doesn't and now we have three trillion channels channels and yeah. stuff is on your phone and you, i mean who'd have thought you'd be living in a time where the tv is on your cell phone and i'm not saying the that therapy is not um effective but if the therapy is let me hear your problems and give you this medicine you know, yeah, that's not, not necessarily even, the solution. Especially right. for small things, such as just teaching you life skills. I, and, I got coworkers who, oh my gosh, they call in for a mental health day. I got in my car and I just was filled with so, in, so much anxiety. I couldn't yeah, even drive. Yeah, for no reason. And Yeah, and I'm like... Do you think you could teach your children how to deal with anxiety if you don't know how to deal with anxiety yourself? Well, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I understand that. Like, But a lot of... So my my new train of thought is um, our Heavenly Father doesn't give us the spirit of fear. So you make decisions out of love or fear. And out of fear, you have bitterness and doubt and anxiety and things along those lines. So if I'm filled with that, then I know it's not of my Heavenly Father. So I have to realize, like, oh, do I want to do the devil's work and let him take over and make me make bad decisions and fall into these traps? Or... Do I want to disconnect myself from those feelings and take care of business? Because at the end of the day, I want to walk out on faith. So well, it's the difference between making an emotional decision or a rational decision. Yeah. Even if you want to classify your rational decisions as a decision that is Christ-like, or you want to define your bad decision as, you know, your emotional decisions as a decision that is more, you know, devil-like. Yeah. Well, and... Not even, I feel like I can make an emotional decision out of just love. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't, when I say emotion, I'm just talking about out of just fear or anger or not. When you're, when you're making decisions out of fear and anger, sometimes it's not rational. I mean, sometimes making decisions out of love can be irrational. Amen. <laughs> but I'm just saying like letting that cloud your judgment when you're making a decision and being able to identify that, all right. Let's put these feelings aside. Let's make this make sense. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they're 
teaching analysis in school anymore. I think I didn't I didn't realize that word problems were so important because it taught you how to look at a huge paragraph of nothing mm -hmm. and extrapolate something and answer a question. And because that's multiple choice, you got here's a question and here's four, you know, options, pick one. It's kind of like a multiple guess game. And if you guess, you guess right and you think you're smart, but you're not because you don't know how to analyze. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what is going on with these kids while you have a 14 year old that thinks I need to put on a, a mask and go into a convenience store and try to rob it with a gun. I also think like the p pendulum is is all the way on the other side because before it's like, you know, don't have any feelings about anything. You know what right. I'm saying? Suppress your feelings. Just suppress your feelings. And now it's just everything. Now it's feel like, feel oh, about everything. Feel the feelings yes. of the feelings. Yes. And people are like, I have anxiety. Yes! Like, yes. they're celebrating it. They're yeah. celebrating. It's okay not to be okay. No, it's not okay. It's, no, not, it's not okay, okay. to not... It's not okay. To, it's not you can't okay in that. <laughs> to not be okay because I didn't get a piece of candy today. That's just weak. <laughs> right. And that's not what you want to raise your kids to do. It's, <clears throat> it's not okay to just... To not be okay because if you sit in that, the chemistry of your brain starts to change. It does. And they start... It it's does. like an addiction. Everything that you overindulge in becomes an addiction. You can start liking to be in a unhappy. depression and unhappy. unhappy. You people actually like that because sometimes it gives them the attention that, that they need. They need. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I'm not. I'm not falling into that trap. I'm not, and I'm not gonna let my kids fall into that trap. And I see the trap. And I think a lot of times people with um, anxiety and depression and you know, once you get into depression, you're it's hard. It's, it's hard, hard. now. It's it's at a place where you're gonna have to seek professional help, but you can stop that. Yeah. And I know they say, oh, babies, you know, like people, you know, they they get uh, they can be born with it, but babies don't born be. with depression. Yeah. No. Born I'm with anxiety and stuff I'm like that. I'm not buying that. I said, listen, I I was. I believe that 99% of behavior is learned. It's true. I said the only way a baby could have anxiety is if that baby was in the womb dealing with traumatic right, situations. Right, right. If there's a chemical imbalance or, you know, or the mom it, is or being the crack, or drugs yeah. or, you know, the or child, the a, mom malnutrition. Or, or mom in a bad, she's in a bad environment. So, I mean, I just remember like, no, but if she's in a bad environment, it goes to the child because remember exactly. the fetus, you can have fetal stress yeah. because of the trauma that the yeah. mom is suffering while the child is yeah. in there. And I can that's, remember that's having medical. A, I can remember having a just a good time and if somebody screams or if I, you know, jump like this, the baby's like, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. because they get scared. But if you have that consistently, then yes, maybe that baby comes out with anxiety, but not just coming out the womb and you're and just automatically automatically oh i'm excited baby said i'm gonna pay this hospital bill good <laughs> <laughs> you know i think it's taught i think i think you see your parents suffering from anxieties and stress and that and that's how you handle problems you know all right do we handle problems on the movie set because alec baldwin is definitely devastated yeah We've got a situation where the Rust movie had an accident. Alec Baldwin accidentally shot somebody. Yeah. That's and sad. He might have some legal issues. I don't know. Because he says, I'm not responsible for loading the guns. I'm not responsible for making sure that the blanks are blanks. And I'm not responsible for making sure that there's no 
trajectory or residue left in the weapons from anything. Mm -hmm. So I am I hear action and I do what actors but do. He's the wasn't he the director though? I think he's one of the producers. Um, I'm not sure if he's one of the sure, directors. But um, on set, when there is a prop gun and it's they yell "cold gun," so he was under the information that hmm. nothing is supposed to come out. Um, the second thing I did want to get the lady's name out. I think it's Hel Helena Hutchins, and she was the director of I photography forgot. for that that wow. movie. Well, Diva Court's condolences to her family because I know it must be devastating mm -hmm. to have a job that you think she's working in an industry that she loves and she's doing what she loves and, you know, she's doing her calling and to get that phone call that, you know, your wife and your mother, because I think she has a child, for her husband to have heard that, you know, somebody about to get injured. Well, I don't think Alec is even worried about that. I'm sure the industry has enough yeah. insurance for things like that. And I, I haven't even heard any resistance. I think he would more than happily cut checks from his private bank okay. account. Yeah. Um, and not just from any insurance that the movie set had associated with work. Um, but it's it's just crazy that, you know, it can happen. The sad part is it's not the first time it happened. Um, Brandon Lee, Brandon Lee mm -hmm. and some other actors. I think one was jokingly putting the gun to his head and shot itself because mm -hmm. the trajectory came out. And he didn't realize at close range it was still dangerous. So if you are a zealous, clout-chasing prosecutor, mm -hmm. what would you, what would you charge? <laughs> Negligent <laughs> Wait, homicide. Okay. Question: Can you be a the what do you say? A zealous clout chaser. A zealous clout chaser. Chasing prosecutor. Zealous clout chasing prosecutor. Yes. A zealous clout chasing prosecutor. What's wrong with that? I would charge with negligent homicide. <laughs> but here's the problem you I have. Know. You would have to find a general intent crime. A general intent crime means it doesn't matter what he intended to do. Mm -hmm. He intended to fire a blank and something came out of it. Um, and you could charge um, Alec Baldwin because he's the person who actually the trigger. Mm -hmm. You could also charge as a co-defendant the person who was responsible for making sure that the weapon was properly checked. you charge checked? rocketeering? <laughs> <laughs> you like how yes. I did that? I like that R. Kelly charge <laughs> since we started it when I said don't. Absolutely. If you're the feds, you can do racketeering for the entire <laughs> crew. crew And production team. And the production team for producing these weapons <laughs> to the scene as they have done. But yes, that's the problem mm. is you could go there. I don't think anybody's going to go there. Mm. I don't think any criminal charges are going to come up this. It's clear based on everybody's reaction and based on the totality of the circumstances that they're devastated. It sounds like as if they're devastated. I just couldn't imagine being in their shoes thinking you have a blank and pulling the trigger and finding out you've harmed yeah. somebody. Um, so, you know, I just, I, I don't see any criminal charges out of it. Uh, any civil litigation, I'm certain, is not even going to have to be filed because I'm sure that somebody's going to be smart enough to make an offer to the family to resolve it and say, hey, we put in the insurance claim for you. Were they in Texas? I don't think so. I think it was New, New Mexico. Oh, okay. Because I, I was, was saying Mexico. if she was pregnant, could they sue for abortion? Oh, now, that would not be a legal abortion <laughs> because they would have to know that she had one. <laughs> Remember, Texas statute said, you know of somebody who had an abortion, and then you sued them. <laughs>
So yeah, I just I just can't imagine um, dealing with that. But the Chicago police officers mm -hmm. are leaving the police force, listeners, because they have decided they don't even want to say whether or not they've been vaccinated. I don't not, think they should be forced. They're not complaining that they are being forced to get vaccinated. Their complaint is that they should not have to tell the employer if they're vaccinated. Right. I don't think you should have to tell your employer if you're vaccinated. I think you should. Just like how you have to tell that school that your child has a meningitis shot when you're trying to... Are they not ask... Listen, if they you, not... You, tell, you, you didn't tell anybody in college whether you... Had the this is not even. Is it really even I'm a vaccination, a or is it a shouldn't shot? It's not even vaccination. We putting this word vaccination on it, but vaccination is to inoculate, correct? Should compared to it's a vaccine. It's a shot. It's not a vaccination. Oh, it's not a vaccine. Yeah. No, What's your definition of a vaccine? The flu a, shot. A cure, like no, it's no, a no. flu vaccine. It's no, a, I thought they said it's a flu shot. No, you're discussing something. That like something that inoculates isn't like an inoculating. It's a cure. You give it the specific thing, but a vaccination is just something that will boost immunity. Okay, I don't think you. I don't shouldn't have to tell you whether. So or not. why are you okay with telling the college so that you can get an education? Um, because the COVID vaccination is different than the chickenpox. How about because nobody politicized it and there was no Kofifi to tell you that you should have a problem with well, telling the school that you've had the How about nobody rushed vaccine? it though? See what I'm saying? They how about you don't know how rushed it was? How about um, you don't know how long it took to make it? I know, because Fauci but you're was working on it in Wuhan, China. Hey, <laughs> and, and it's the same Fauci that you trusted then. I didn't trust, trust Fauci. Trust them now. You took that vaccine. What? What? Uh, did you go to college dorm? Did you stay in a college dorm? Did I stay in a college door? Uh -huh. I did. I already okay. had them vaccinations so, prior to. That's my Them vaccinations been out for a long time. Like I said. They loved me long How do you know that the technology back then is worse than the technology now? It's and a whole it different a type of vaccination. It's a RNA vaccination compared so to the So is that your excuse food. that I so trusted Johnson it? Johnson & Johnson, just FYI, isn't the same as... According to Dave Chappelle, that's the... Oh my God, Dave Chappelle is not <laughs> a medical... <laughs> Dave Chappelle. Wait, that was the... the what what do you say? Give the me the worst one. Vaccination. Give me the worst one. Give me the least effective one that y'all got. That's the one you wanted. No, I didn't take that. Johnson and Johnson had a lot. They couldn't get baby powder together. Why am I going to trust them to do it? No, no, no. They had it together. They just didn't know where you couldn't put it. <laughs> where do we put all? Every mom put oh, baby powder on the butt. Powder your car. No, that's fine. No, no, you're that's no, a good no. place. Just don't put it anywhere closer. Yeah, that's that's keep it on your butt. Uh, for your little girls, just I know, but you you know the diaper poop poop, and then you put. Yeah, you got to be more accurate. They're gonna send See, you nozzles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You but and it's it's you like gotta follow the instructions. Yeah, that's on why the I don't. The instructions on the back of the <laughs> on the baby powder. Well, could you read the back of your baby powder, please, listeners? Read the back of the don't baby use, powder. Read don't the use, you know what? As humans, we don't like to read instructions anymore. It's not even. Let the truth be told. No, no, no. Have you ever purchased something and and you try to assemble like, it without reading? It's and then like, you go, okay, it's like well, let, me, let me get the instructions. You don't read the directions. Like, you've been taught how to do it from past down generations. That's why generations. your pancake's so soggy. No, my pancake's so good. <laughs> my pancake, no, I have improved that formula. I read it every time. Yeah. That's what engineering has taught me. Anything to read the pancakes ingredients. You've got to read it every time you do it. So did you, know, did you know that baby powder 
cause cancer. Yes, after I saw that big check. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but not before that. But not before I mean, that. I had baby powder and it just didn't affect me because I didn't have the correct parts. I think we all had baby powder. Right. But thank God our parents didn't like use too much. Or it just didn't happen. Because we, it just maybe didn't because you know, and you know what? The dice you gotta, didn't roll they could have changed the formula. Because over the years, people will change the formula and try to find least expensive ways to push the product out so they can make more profit margin. Remember, we're so greedy now that capitalism mm-hmm. has got us. If we're not making 300%, we're not rolling over in the morning. Have you watched Shark Tank lately? Every time you look at Shark Tank, remember that show used to be about inventions and how you'd come on there now about an like, idea. Now it's about what, how much have you sold? Yeah. Because if you haven't sold anything yet, you can get off this stage. You. We're not fooling yeah. with you. Yeah. When when it first came out, it was. Yeah. Let me see your prototype. Yes. Now, now it's like. Let me see your let checkbook. Me see, let me see your marketing plan that yeah, has let, already no, been successful. No, let me see your sales. Yeah. How many have to you me, sold? I think even in season one, it was there. It just becomes more apparent when you repeat it every time, and you're like, "Oh wow, these people don't ever invent anything. All they do is take a product that's successful, that's already successful, and And just blow it up with jumpstart it with money. They just jump on it. They push money on it and and push it out. Yeah, because it's getting it to more people um, faster, and that's what they do. Quite as it's kept, if they like your personality, they think they can work with you. And you have a, you ain't gotta have the, the, the greatest. No, the numbers still gotta be. No, the numbers gotta be there. They're they always be, asking about the sales. numbers. Gotta be. They love what you. They say, sales? "Hey, Billy, you are the best." Yeah, ever. kudos for you. But clap, that clap, third clap. quarter, we saw that you just told us about. Yeah, how much did you make? Ooh, all of a sudden they're no longer interested. Yeah. Even sometimes when the product's really creative, I'll see the air go out the room when the person starts talking about the numbers. Mm-hmm. So how many have you sold? Well, we sold fifty thousand. Whoa! <laughs> how long have you been doing this? Take it out in the barn and shoot it. That's what Mr. Wonderful mm-hmm. would tell you. Shoot it, because that's a hobby. That is not a business. You were the talking Chicago about police oh, that want to quit just because they don't want to tell somebody. Yes, if they, they shouldn't have to tell. I think that's ridiculous. Don't ask. And in fact, tell. guess what? If cops are dying at a higher rate from COVID than bullets, they need to tell. That's sad. When your career. The dangers of your when, career is not when the you are not passing. when you're not vaccinated and people treat you differently because you're not vaccinated. And what I'm saying, like, you know, they're a little let bit me more ask you a question: Would you treat somebody differently if you thought they had AIDS? <laughs> no, because I, I wouldn't be sleeping with them. I wouldn't be sleeping with them. No, 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 no. Why wouldn't you be no, sleeping no, with them? Because no, you found no, out they no, have no, AIDS. No, no, no wait. Nineteen eighty-four. <laughs> 1988. I, was, I, was, I don't even want to drink from your glass. Mm-hmm. I don't want you near my children. I don't even right. want you in the room because I don't know enough about that disease to say you can be close to us. Of course, people are treated differently. COVID is just as new as AIDS was back then. Right. So that's why people would treat you differently if they think you're not vaccinated. Because right. So they don't want to be treated differently. So that's understood. No, you have but they to had be a decision to make. You, why your decision to, then? Wait, your decision why do you have to be treated differently? If because we're in a pandemic, and and your knowledge knowledge of what's going on with you could affect somebody else's life. Okay, how how is it that if you're vaccinated, you're vaccinated, you're not vaccinated? How what are you going to do differently? The issue is that no 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 no. The spread. Not the issue. 
That's what are right. you? No. You don't have COVID. That's you're, right. you're, you're vaccinated. You don't have COVID. What are you going to do differently? So the issue is, once again, the separations actually save the vaccinated, the unvaccinated people's lives. It does. Okay, but I'm asking you because you're not answering my question. You're vaccinated. Yes. She's not. Yes. She doesn't have uh, COVID. What are you going? What are you going to do differently? What are you going to do differently? No, so I'm explaining why the de- the distinction has to be made, right? No, I understand. Because someone is vaccinated. No, I'm giving you this. Because okay. someone's vaccinated, because we discussed this, there was a flip. Before a vaccine, it's everybody put on a mask and stay still. Six feet. And anybody who's going out there not wearing masks or doing anything is running a is, risk. Is running a risk. Reckless. Mm. Once the vaccine comes, the table shifts. Because the table shifts back to it's time to get back to normal life. And the way to get back to normal life is if you're vaccinated, you go out there and you can get back to normal life because you're not going to bog down our healthcare system. So if you choose to be unvaccinated, right, the reason why I want to know is mm-hmm. I want to put you in a group of unvaccinated people hoping that that they would be just as aware or as safe as they want to be because they know they're unvaccinated and they prefer to stay that way. But okay, but you still didn't answer my question. Her being unvaccinated, how does it affect you? No, it's no. You're looking at it in the wrong direction. Again, I'm saying. I'm, it, how you tell me my question is in the wrong direction? The These perspective police, is incorrect. It's not about what I'm going to do. It's about making sure I protect. That's her. not what I'm saying. That's but that's not what vaccinated. They're trying to protect. That's not what they're saying. The thing is, is that her being unvaccinated. Does not affect you. No, but no, it does. No, no, but it affects. It does. No, 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 no. It, it, not no, like no. that. Not not individually, Miguel. What yeah. I'm saying is, I have to do more workload if I get her sick. If she has the COVID vaccination, you can still get her sick. Yes, but it's not going to be hospitalized right. twelve can, days, fourteen weeks. So you, out. so you, are, there's people who are not hospitalized that long, or even hospitalized that don't have the. Yeah, but you're That's talking less. about a range of people. Yeah. Now you're pointing out oddballs out of the thing. The problem is, if you have someone who's out and unvaccinated, that's two weeks that they got to be out. You're affecting the economy. You're too. not the economy. So if you're, you're, you're affecting, affecting a lot, work. if you're my vaccinated, you said how does her being unvaccinated? It still doesn't. It still doesn't. I have to work her shift. Yeah. No. If you are vaccinated, yes, you're wearing your mask, right? I mean, that's my personal choice. But everyone who's out here getting vaccinated, they because we're trying to shift back to an unmasked world. Everyone who's unvaccinated is going to start leaning towards not wearing masks again. That's the trajectory that we're supposed to get back to, because that's how the world used to work. And because those people. Or going back, they're saying I did the responsible in their head. I shouldn't have. I to did wear the a responsible mask. thing, which is took a vaccine, did all these things. I won't affect the system, uh, the healthcare system. I'm I'm gonna take my mask off. But that's Forget that's, anything that's that just do. speculation because you can you can have COVID and be vaccinated and pass it to someone else who is vaccinated and they can still have the same exact effect with the vaccination. It doesn't. So but you we're can't, doing extremes so again. But no, you're pushing to you to extremes. The most likely person to still have the percentage of someone getting seriously ill, unvaccinated, they and have getting numbers ill, on that. vaccinated, on that. those long distance is higher for the unvaccinated. The probability 
is higher for the unvaccinated than the vaccinated. That's it, it number two. It still doesn't answer that. the question. What does me telling you that I'm unvaccinated? How, how I is that? group you? Okay, right. so you gonna group me how? With unvaccinated people. So then we still all get sick, and then you still have to come in and still take on you, our duties. No, what I'm saying is, what I'm grouping you for is, if all of you know that y'all are unvaccinated. I would hope that all y'all take it seriously. So I'm not going to force you to get vaccinated. So again, it does not make sense because you're just saying, I will hope if all these people are unvaccinated that you're aware of and they're grouped together and somebody gets sick in this group and other people get sick, you still going to have to work their shift. So it still doesn't matter. No, but what I'm doing is I'm reducing the probability. You're always looking at 100% success right. rate. How are you reducing you, the probability? It's not going to be How are you reducing because the probability? I'm because the numbers are there. Also, unvaccinated. I'm trying to get y'all safe. The person who's going to be at risk, like you say now, who would spread COVID to someone is someone who's out and about and thought they had a, and not thought, has a vaccine and is like, I'm done wearing a mask. I'm good. Okay, but usually when you explain things to me, it makes sense. And and none of this conversation does it make sense because, go ahead, Mario, your turn. So what we're trying to do is by grouping you, Mm -hmm. we actually know who's at risk and we can then approach them and fix the issue immediately because a lot of what what happens Fix the issue is get you the medical care now before we wait until you become a long stop the spread. So you're telling me that the police department is going to if get I, them the I medical care. You're unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. Now I can understand. I can pinpoint on who I can focus on by saying I can get you the medical care. If anything happens to you, I know who to go to. Somebody got COVID. Okay, shoot. Check our list. See who's on the unvaccinated but that's a, list. But that's, a, that's assuming that you can't. See, it, it would make so much sense. What you guys are arguing will make so much sense is if you got the vaccination and could not get COVID. That makes sense. But to say you can, you're going to still have to do that with the COVID group. If the COVID group, if somebody gets COVID, you're going to have to do whatever process. No, you you're won't have, have to do, do two weeks them. anymore because they're going back to a COVID group. Like what, what, what I'm saying is you're delayed. Of course, everyone's going to get sick. There's going to be sick days used. That's what everybody's work is. It's the length of time for the sick days that is the issue. It's not that I have to cover the shift. It's that we all have to cover these right, shifts but for everybody. The thing out. is, you're not necessarily sick for 14 days. They say the span could be yeah, up but to 14 days. I'm putting you back then, in an unvaccinated and then, group. And then, <laughs> and then if you get COVID, no matter who you are, you have to get tested. And you until you test negative no if you, you come already back. have a vaccine they've told you that your the wait time is less you your wait time is is cut off once you test negative you can't go back to work with covid yeah right so, so it doesn't so it just depends on your individual body you're also missing another point i think the real goal that they're trying to get at is not how to harass people with not the vaccine to, no, who don't how, who are not get into the hospital they're trying to make sure that their first responders are on the street not in the hospitals taking up the places where they're supposed to be putting people in like if you're sending if you're but, sending a cop to go to your house mm-hmm. to go pick up someone that's sick that's already in, injured and sick these people are interacting with sick people other people all correct. the time Correct. So you want to avoid your first responders from spreading. Speaking, from so not, how, not also spreading, okay, but, but how do you avoid it? But y'all not understand. The question is, you, you have to let them know that you're unvaccinated. 
How does that call work? You're unvaccinated. Well, we're not sending you to this call. Are we not sending you out well, to address the these choices. issues? What I'm saying is, if, if I they, don't have the they, information, they can. I can make the proper they can. choices. They can make that decision. So they're gonna. So you're telling me that if if you choose to be on the force, so if I choose to be on the force, I don't want to tell you whether or not I'm vaccinated or unvaccinated. Then I forfeit my my ability to say I'm not going on this call because I'm unvaccinated. I but mean, you got to also remember these are people that are public servants, right? So these kind of information is things we want to know. You have to know. You that. may want to know, but you it's not your to right to know. know. It's like it's how like, is it? How it's, is like, it? It's, like how it's like how knowing, do you need to know? It's like your officer hiding the fact that how he's a sex to... offender running around right. the street. That's not the same. That's not the same. How does it affect you to know my vaccination status? It doesn't matter. How does my sex offender status affect? That's not the same. That's not. I'm not doing that anymore. That's apples and oranges. I'm not doing that anymore. That's not apples and oranges. I can. Here's the thing too. Handle a call. He's also responding to a call where there are children who can't get vaccinated. So I think it's unfair. He's responding to a call. Wait. If I'm not sick. No, no, no. If I'm not sick. He's responding to calls where there's elderly individuals that are going to need assistance. You understand what I'm saying? But if I'm so not they're, sick, they're not because how? he's younger and he doesn't have as a cop. He doesn't have any underlying issues and he thinks I could survive COVID if I catch it. What they're saying is, yes, that is true for him because he might be 35 and he's in great physical shape and he doesn't mm -hmm. have asthma and he doesn't have that. But it's unfair to respond to a call where you're responding where there's a 65-year-old asthmatic mm -hmm. or a 65-year-old that has respiratory problems. You are you have the ability to recover, but that person doesn't. But so now you respond to that call, right? You right. respond to that call. Mm -hmm. You give that elderly person or that person with the compromised system mm -hmm. COVID, and they die. So I think that's so why, why. Why are you saying it as if the person who got the vaccination shot can't give the elderly person COVID and Again, they die? It's about numbers. It's about the. Okay. I don't, think, I don't think you've done enough homework, so we're gonna move no, on. No, but that. that's but we that's what I'm you, saying. No, no, what we're saying known, is it's known that if you have COVID, the COVID COVID vaccination, you can transfer it to okay, people's Okay, so we're going to give you some homework. The next episode of Diva But that's fact, though. No, no, no. Here's no, what facts, but, here's but what you're going to come with. Facts. This is my last point. This is my last point. Because what I'm saying is, again, you're looking for 100%. And I, this for the millionth time, the world never works on 100%. I'm looking for logic. And I, no, no, you're looking for 100% logic. logic. If I don't have COVID, no, how can I pass COVID no, to an older person? No, you're looking for 100%. What I'm saying is, the fact that a vaccine can reduce Transmission doesn't mean you won't transmit, right. but the reduction it's is good enough. We're talking about a population of 300 especially million people. When we need people to just be out there to service the street as public service. So if I don't have COVID and I'm unvaccinated, but we don't I am know that you don't have COVID. Correct. But what I'm saying is, is that are you getting tested daily? Are you going to allow me to test you because you already hate that I'm asking Hello? you what your vaccination is? You, you don't want to be tested daily. I didn't. I wouldn't mind you texting. I wouldn't mind you. You want to be tested daily? No, that's the next battle line. That's the next battle line. You're going to tell me I you you're not. You're going to stick something on my nose. Every day, but I, I don't want to tell you. I think it's less intrusive to have you know that I'm not vaccinated than it is for you to stick something up my nose every day. I All find I'm it more intrusive to stick something up my nose every day. All when I'm I come saying to work. is that everybody should be tested. Period. Because if you have COVID, we don't know whether or not you'll be the one who is going to transfer it. So everybody should be tested. Everybody should wear a mask, and it and it is what it is. 
That's not the solution. That's People don't want to wear a mask. That's not a bad idea. No, that's no. A, but that's, that's, that's that is a safe solution. Listen to me. Have you seen the school board meetings where they're attacking people from the school board just because they're saying don't get vaccinated, what, don't vaccinate your kids? If you but require, did you see those? What? what, what I, it's just like going to the to the concert. No, to answer that. No, question. I know what you're talking about. But so, the, what do we say I, to the parents who say I'm not wearing a mask? Uh, virtual learning. But anyway. And, and when they say, no, my child has to come in person because my psychiatrist says it's driving them crazy to look at a screen. Then, then you, what? Then you put a mask on the child when they get there. No, no, no. I don't want them to wear a mask you and I don't want them to virtually we'll learn. Off when they walk out the What's door. your solution? <laughs> when they come in, they wear a mask. When they go out the door, they don't have to wear no But mask. No, I don't want them to wear one in the then building. No, then it is what it is. Oh, you, it is what it is for who? What I don't write right. I guess rights. what you I guess what the what I'm my caveat is is that they treat vac people who are vaccinated everybody needs to be treated the same. It's just like going to a concert and they say if you have a negative test or your covid covid vaccination card. So if I have my negative test and I'm negative and I show up with the the thought that I can take my mask off but oh boy who has a COVID vaccination whose symptoms don't show as bad as someone who would could give somebody else the could give them COVID so that's what I'm saying it's like let's stop separating people let's stop no, we gotta these separate. people are we segmented gotta separate. and these people are not I test, agree with the separation test, test, if you want right. to do something Testing you is need important. to be tested the and you need to wear a mask is, are you willing to pay for all those tests? Well, we don't even want to pay taxes. But uh, <laughs> like I said, this diva who don't want the roads fixed to his trillion dollar budget that Biden is about to push out is still too much. And that's we oh, don't we want the roads that because that's or the stimulus, bridges. That stimulus. Yeah, uh, we thing, don't. We don't want. It don't that. deal with uh, some some. Of we don't want that. It don't deal um, with a lot of stuff. But I'm gonna tell you, on the next diva court, this diva is got a homework to do. She is going to get assignment that says come with your numbers now you're going to tell us okay. what percentage of the people who have been vaccinated are still spreading the disease okay. and what percentage of the people who are not vaccinated is not spreading the disease how many tests that, are spreading uh, i don't uh, think we, i don't think that's numbers. a good hey, the number is, is what is she the reduction homework. Is there a significant reduction? Between what is the percent then? What is uh, the percent? How you tracking? How you tracking? You've been tracking. Because people are going to tell you. Right. That's how they know people who are vaccinated were still catching it. They know. They wouldn't have known that if, if, if they weren't tracking it. Right. But what I'm saying is like spreading. I'm not saying that you couldn't catch it because you could catch it from anybody. But how do we know that? No, they, how do you track You can measure the spread. I guess if you're vaccinating your kids or not. Then yeah. You can amongst like people and how you interact. It's yeah. just tracking so, trace. Okay. So they have people. It's who called trace. They used to uh, trace. Well, yeah. make sure y'all send me a text message. But, uh, oh, excuse me. We'll, we'll allow you a folder. Homework. With no phone. You can get a folder. Okay. She got homework. And on episode calls in Diva Court, we'll drink to that. Y'all know. Oh, I'm sorry. Before we close the show, hurry up now. We got so excited about leaving this episode <laughs> that we forgot to do our closing. The closing is please look for our episodes every Wednesday. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Okay. Find us on Spotify, Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Google Podcasts, Google us. <laughs> and 
be sure to catch our videos every Wednesday on YouTube. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And as we say here on Diva Court, we'll drink, we'll drink to that. that. <laughs> mm. We got we'll this drink, drink to that. that. <laughs>